Hey everyone, it's Jerry at the Fledge. Welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today we have a, a good friend of ours, Mr. Nick uh, Laydorf is oops is on screen um, here for Every Damn Day. How you doing today, Nick? Good, great, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I'm excited to uh, uh, have you on the show. We I had to ask you, you know, which uh, project you wanted to talk about because we've done, well, I know you have a career and then we've done comedy together and yeah. um, I think you've even helped with some of the fundraisers that we've yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to go with estate planning today, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. But I did, I did get to tweet uh, estate planning and comedy in the same tweet, so <laughs> I thought that was, uh, that was great. <laughs> Thanks. So um, why don't you, instead of me rambling, uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about uh, your practice. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I'm, I've been a lawyer for 14 years um, and still doing it. <laughs> and, uh, it's one of those things where um, I've kind of had an evolution over the last like you know few years where I started out doing litigation, uh, which is like going to court every day. And uh, it's a huge just grind on you. And it's like, you know, going to like you're going to war every day. It's just nonstop, like just really negative um, people that you're dealing with. Um, and after so long, it just like really wore on me. And I decided I got to find I got to do something else because I'm, I'm not going to be able to continue to keep this up. Um, so I, I've I had a, a, a family member that um, a little while ago, she uh, was my mother-in-law. Um, you know, she, we got a call after Christmas one day and she was in the hospital in a coma, um, you know, and, and unfortunately she never woke up and um, she had a uh, infection that had built, uh, built up over her body um, through a, a replacement surgery for a shoulder over a number of years and she never knew anything about it. And then just one day her body just said this, we can't stand it anymore. And she passed out and she never woke up again. Um, and through, through doing that and she had no estate plan or any will or anything like that. And so I had to kind of help my um, father-in-law kind of deal with, with the aftermath of all this. And it was just a huge, um, you know, undertaking cause we had to, you know, probate an estate um in kent county michigan so I, we live in lansing and so it was you know over an hour driving back and forth and um even when she was in the hospital for a couple of weeks we we're just driving back and forth and we really left no um kind of instructions for us and so i kind of really got to this point where like if i'm a lawyer and i'm <laughs> this is difficult for me like what's the you know the average person with no legal training you know have to deal with this without um some help and so I'm like how can i use how can i learn to to do this and how can i learn to help people so that they don't have to go through what what we had to go through because it was just absolutely devastating um and yeah so i've kind of transitioned my whole practice and you know in the last couple of years to um from litigation and criminal defense to helping people um prevent what kind of happened with my mother-in-law and so that's yeah. kind of, that's what i do and that's what i love to do so, so uh First of all, I'm sorry that that happened to your mother-in-law, your your family, and yourself. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that doesn't sound like that's uh, fun either. 
No. Uh, there's so many things that you just gave me to, to ask you about. Yeah. Are, are you from Lansing? Are I'm from Bannister, uh, Bannister, Michigan. So like uh, about 100 people. Um, north. I went to Ovid LC High School, so right in the middle of uh, Cornfield. That's where, that's where I went to high school at. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen your comedy act too, yeah, so I, I know I know a lot about you. So I yeah. might be asking you questions about milk yeah, for or sure. something. I don't know. Yep. Is that right? You're a milk expert. <laughs> no, that... no. One of my buddies is though. But yeah, we um, yeah dairy festival. That's that we we did that every year. You know that that's the big thing in LC is like you know the dairy festival. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I grew up in a really small town, and and uh, it really helped. I mean, it helped me a lot. Like you know. Um, just really hardworking people. And, you know, I grew up in a trailer. I mean, I grew up in like a mobile home and um, yeah, it was, it was tough, but you know, we just, uh, just I, I think everyone in the city thinks all you people in the country are rich, right? You got oh, big yeah. farmhouses. No, and... That was not the case at all. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's not the case. No. So uh, it's, it's interesting to me, you know, being a, being the, uh, uh, litigator yeah. you were defending people often is yeah. that yep. um and was that just full of trauma i mean did you just see yeah. heartbreak after heartbreak yeah there's no winners in any of that i mean it, it's um it's just it's just being surrounded by just constant negative just everything i mean like um my wife's a reiki practitioner so i wasn't really raised with anything like that like energy work and different things like that but she really turned me on to like how that's affecting you and like it really does i mean like just being surrounded by you know if someone gets arrested they commit a crime it doesn't only affect the people that are the you know the direct people like if someone steals a car like it affects the person that steals the car it affects the person that stole the car but then there's just all these other people that are just collateral damage like the family like of the person that gets arrested uh, all kinds of stuff is just negative stuff constantly. So it's, it's these, so you, you're trying to fix a situation that doesn't really always have a, a puzzle piece to fix it with. And okay. yeah, so that, that's just a really hard thing about, about um, that part of the job. Um, Did you see a lot of injustice? Did you think it was sort of balanced or what, um, what was your take on that? If you don't mind, you don't Oh yeah, for sure. I'm talking about anything. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah, there's a lot of injustice happens every day. Um, and it's stuff that you don't, the people involved in the system don't really think about too much. And that's kind of what one of the problems is, is you kind of have to take a step back and, and figure out like, you know, I sat on, you know, on an arraignment one time, which arraignment's like a first appearance for people that get charged with a crime. So they, they tell you like what you're charged with. And I was in this, this, um, um, this county, uh, you know, up north, and there was a, a gentleman that showed up um, with a lawyer, um, and he was charged charged with driving on a suspended license. Um, nothing really major, but this county liked like to make it like really like a huge deal. And so this this guy, he's, he's a white guy. He gets a bond of like, I think it was like a hundred dollars or something like that um, that he had to pay to to continue to stay out. Somebody that was in the same situation, um, actually less of a criminal record than the, the white person, had to pay a bond that was, I think it was like $250, $300. And you sit there and it's just like, how does this even happen? Um, because there's the two people, they're the, and the only thing that's different about them is that one's white, one's Hispanic. 
and and that's that's the kind of stuff that you see um, on a regular basis. And it, it it's you see police officers that um, that lie. I mean, and that's um, yeah, it, it bothers you. I mean, it's it's easy to to be somebody that oh, I support police officers and you know things like that when you're not in the system, you're not seeing what happens. Um, a police officer can really devastate somebody's life um, if they want to. And that's a tremendous amount of power. And I've been involved in cases where the police have lied um, and I was able to get definitive proof of it. Um, and that it doesn't fix, it doesn't make you feel good to like wanna, um, cause it doesn't change it. It doesn't change the situation. Like I've been able to win cases on stuff like that, but it's like this person's not going to be held accountable. I mean, like there's yeah. the, there's, they're not going to be held accountable for lying, for getting someone arrested on a felony charge. We, we went all the way to a jury trial and we, and we, we won after about 15 minutes of deliberations. I, I was pretty blown away by that. Um, you know, found this guy not guilty for, you know, I put air quotes assaulting a police officer and it wasn't even true. Um, and that guy, that officer I learned after that, um, you know, was still working somewhere else. And it, it's, it's just such a, you get, you get into this, you know, everyday system of, of things happening to people, not a lot of accountability and you know, what do you do? You just kind of try and do your job as best you can and, and try and, um, point out some of the stuff when when you notice it, and um, yeah, it's 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 hard it's hard to be involved in that. But. I uh, you know, like I was saying, I I heard your comedy act before. I yeah. know that you, I know that you're on the right side of justice. <laughs> uh, I've I've nice. always thought that about you, um, and loved working with you guys. Yeah, uh, in Same that here. regard. Um, so now you you have that trauma, but now you go into estate planning. Yeah, how how close? When people start thinking about estate planning, is it usually in that situation that you were in, or is it, or is it the twenty-two-year-old that just graduated from uh, college? Yeah, and I mean, going to live wish. forever. <laughs> I wish. I mean, that's one of the huge challenges in the you know what I'm what I'm doing, and it's something completely different in terms of like just from a marketing perspective of like you know from criminal defense to estate planning you know criminal defense is like there's an urgent need someone needs to fill it now and they need to find somebody good enough and that they can get help now with estate planning a lot of people don't even think that that's an issue like so i i have to not only i the biggest thing is just trying to educate people about um why it's important and you know most people don't ever really get that i mean like because right now i mean i just checked uh the last study that i saw was only six uh six out of ten people um six out of ten people don't have an estate plan so that like any kind of documents like whatsoever so uh only four out of ten do and um that kind of puts them in the same kind of situation that my mother-in-law was i mean you know it doesn't always have to be some sort of tragic thing like people can just you know pass away and and you know they go with their you know, at a, I guess what you'd say a reasonable time, but then there's all these things that they leave behind that other people kind of have to, you know, pick up the pieces and the fix and, and things. And, and that's one of the challenges is just trying to uh, educate people that like, you may not think you need anything like this, but it's something that if you want to stay out of courts, uh, <laughs> you really need to do stuff like estate planning. I mean, like it, um, it, yeah. 
it sounds like a rich person's problem. Yeah, like, it, I have to have this estate. Like, no, what the hell's an that's, estate? That's part of the I, that's why I, I I call it estate planning just because that's some some people know about that, but it's really a someone picked that term and it's not a great it's not a great term. Um, so the estate's not like it's just borrowing like a term of like your probate estate. Like everyone, if, if you die without a will, you have what's called like a probate estate. So the, the term estate planning is like really bad. It's you've got to come up with something different, but it's basically just like getting your shit together. <laughs> That's basically mm -hmm. what it is. Like uh, being, um, being an adult, like, you know, like just making sure that you take care of yourself and your family and you keep them out of court and you keep them out of conflict. That's basically all that it really is. But, it makes it way more condensed if you can find some, you know, two word. But at this point, estate planning is all we got right now. So that's another thing I got. We have to try and educate people and, and fix is, is how we, what the messaging is and what the brand, you know, how we, you know, how we make this important to somebody because it really is. So, so my wife and I just exchanged passwords to all of our accounts, yeah. and uh, she knows where all my crypto is. Yeah, and that's about the extent of our estate plan. We should yeah. probably do better, huh? Well, yeah, you, you can, and, and it's funny you mentioned that. Like, um, I, I I shared an article last week about one of this this guy from Canada that had one of the largest cryptocurrency currency like um, holdings like ever uh, he had like over 400 million dollars and he was in his 30s and he went to India got sick um, died and no one had any idea how to get into any of his stuff and um, I didn't do the I didn't follow up and see what happened with that but that was caused a huge thing so yeah you're you're ahead of of that which is good <laughs> but yeah there's some other stuff just general things that people can do um, like sometimes even just um, you know writing some things down for people having everything in one place so everyone really knows what, where your stuff's at a will is a really basic thing um you can create a trust trusts are not for the rich anymore they're really accessible for people and it's a really easy way to have everything in one place and it's very easy to turn over ownership to, from um from you to who you want to go to without any kind of judge or you know, court or anything telling you what to do with it. You can do whatever you want. You can name it whatever you want. You can call it Millennium Falcon or whatever, whatever it is you want to call it. <laughs> and it's really an easy way to just transition everything. All it, you know, instead of having to go to, go to court and wait six or eight months and and pay uh, filing fees, all kinds of different things like that, and they take a, a portion of, of your your estate, you can create a trust with a lawyer, and it can be. Um, all the ownership can be handed over right by signing some paperwork with a lawyer after you, you passed. And it's, it's an easy way of, of, of transitioning everything. You know, there's also things like, um, having powers of attorney. So if you get sick and you can't make the uh, decisions anymore, uh, like one thing, like, you know, using the story of my mother-in-law. So if my mother-in-law had, um, if she was in a coma for a couple of weeks and we, we didn't really know what to do. I mean, she's got like bills, you know, piling up, um, we couldn't write checks for her. We couldn't pay her rent. We couldn't do all these kinds of things. Um, if we had things like a power of attorney, all we'd have to do is just, we would have access to all these things and we could take care of, you know, her rent, her, you know, different things. Cause at that point we didn't know what was going to happen. So we kind of had to, you know, you know, plan for, for different things. Also just like, like you and your wife did, we can um, give access to digital assets as well. So you can, 
give them access to, you know, your, you know, like me, I've got something in Robinhood and some other stuff too. And like, so I can give all the access to someone else um, that they could, you know, do whatever I, I give them permission to do. Um, things like that. She, one thing also using the same example, mother-in-law is like, we had no idea what she wanted us to do. Like, you know, we had some kind of conversations about what she'd like her end of her life to be. Um, but we didn't really know, like, you know, what, what does she want us to do? I mean, it, it's, it's a really complex situation. We didn't really know what, at that point, what was going on, like what, cause she, as far as we knew two days ago after Christmas, we, she was fine and she just went home and then someone just called us and she's passed out and we can't communicate with her. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to save, you know, you and your family from having to go through this um, really difficult thing that no one really wants to, you know, go through. And then when the person dies, then there's a whole other stuff that you got to do. You got to, you know, if you own a home, um, you know, uh, then you got to go and actually physically transfer ownership from the person that died to their heirs. Um, and, and that's, this can take time and, you know, it's, yeah. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of my, uh, my guests, the people that I work with are entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, actually would like to bring up like, uh, Megan Miller, you yeah. and her talked a little bit because yeah. she was doing the creative dying and the death cafe and yep. just getting the individual to recognize that end of life is part of your life still, right? right? Even yep. that, that death part is part yeah. of the cycle. Um, and I just, I think it's great that you guys are doing stuff to help prepare people. Yeah. Um, I think as you know, I, you know, I had my daughter died of a fentanyl overdose and that wasn't something we planned and she yeah. didn't have an estate plan and she didn't have a trust and yeah. you know all those things that created lots of complications for us um so you know uh i didn't think talking to a lawyer was going to be my longest first segment so far <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. so uh but this no it's super interesting i mean plus it was kind of two segments right it was yeah. before the estate planning and after that yeah. um paul shaheen out listening to us right now thinks you're doing uh really great work oh in, cool uh, thanks thanks paul yeah. yeah um so what's something you do every damn day that kind of pushes your needle forward yeah. Yeah. So part of like, um, what I've realized in the past like couple of years is like how, um, it is about, you know, basically being an entrepreneur rather than, you know, I have a license to practice law and you know, that's, that's one thing, but it's about being an entrepreneur and how, how am I going to help serve the people that I want to help serve? And that's, you know, it can be like, you know, making sandwiches to like building cars to like, you can do whatever you want. And so what really pushes me, is I um, I created what did I do? I, let me see if I can find it here. Oh, okay. So sorry, off camera, real quick. So I have this thing right by me, and one of my mentors um, really challenged me to write down all my goals that I want, and and I look at that every day. Um, so like the goal of of committing to running my own business, um, I look at that every day. Uh, when, when I achieve my goal, how I'm going to feel, um, what are my limiting beliefs that hold me back? Um, and, and then, you know, I wrote something about how I want to make it completely 
user friendly. That's one thing that, so I'm always constantly looking at how, what's the, what's my client's role? What's their journey through all this? How can you, how can I help make that as easy as possible? Because I already have a difficult <laughs> uh, practice area because people don't even think they even need it. So, <laughs> right? right. So how do I make well, it as easy as possible? It seems, it seemed coming into this, this is such a, like a first world problem, like a, yeah. a, a white boy problem, you know? <laughs> and so if I started going up and down the street over here by the fledge and saying, hey, you need estate planning, yeah. they're probably going to whoop my ass, you know, <laughs> get out of here. Right. Right. Um, but that's not true. And I think that this is a, this is an important problem that is probably having a, a bigger you know, when we talk about generational wealth and we talk yep. about equity, if yep. you don't have an estate plan, you're going to pay more at the end of life, right? right. So you're going to have less to pass down so that equity's not going to build up. And if I'm, a, if I'm a person of color, then I'm probably thinking, I don't need this yes, and I can't afford this and I don't have an estate or whatever. Not every person of color, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And so it, it impacts that equity that what we're trying to do on the justice side, mm -hmm. we're, we're hurting ourselves by not taking care of these things. So Absolutely. I think I will get on a, a bit of a, a high horse or whatever it's called, yeah. a soapbox maybe, um, yeah. and talk about this problem more. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right because that that's how, um, you know, a lot of rich people stay rich, that that's how they do it. But that's, how it's not the same that's not the case anymore because there are ways of creating a, of trust uh, creating a trust where it's much easier than what it was just because of you know technology i mean and and being able to share knowledge with people like oh you did it this way well how can we adapt it to make it you know um more accessible to everybody um so yeah i mean that's that's one of those things is like how can i help people how can i educate them um I also just like, you know, so every day, like, what do I do? So I, I try and write every day, just like on my own, like trying to just write about anything, just um, mm -hmm. working on a book, um, you know, of, about being a lawyer. And so I'll just do that for like 45 minutes in the morning. Um, yeah, just trying to get rid of like limiting beliefs too. Like that's- Oh thing. yeah. Entrepreneur. Those are like the things that kill you. Like, you know, like it's um, quitting. You know, the one thing that's the, one of my mantras that I've really learned in the last couple of weeks is like done is better than perfect. So like, oh, that, yeah. like yeah. the the perfection paradox of like, oh, I need to make sure this is so good. And oh, I'm a lawyer. How am I going to look to people um, if, if something's not done correctly? Well, that's all bullshit. Like, <laughs> so like, you just need to get it out there and do it. Like you, you, you're inspired by this thing. How do you just get it out there and share it with everybody? Don't worry yeah. about, you know, the, you know, if there's a, you didn't capitalize the whatever, it's just stupid. It's just like, you know, so just get it out there and, and, you know, you've got this great idea. How do you refine it? How do you continuing to like, um, refine how your, what your, target is like my my target is i i really want to help young families um people that are just like me or really i mean because i've got an eight-year-old kid so um those are the people i really identify with and you know i want to make sure that 
those are the people I'm really targeting with all my stuff. Now, if other people come along with it, like if they have family members that are older and need help, well, then I'd be glad to serve them too. But that's really, I want to hone in and be really as laser focused as I can on who my target, you know, um, client is. And like, even be like, give them a name and like, you know, what do they do? What do they listen to? That kind of stuff. And, and yeah. really help them. Um, so I can kind of connect with them. Cause it's, it's, it's easy when it's a criminal defense and like, Hey, have you been arrested? Like, okay, well then they're going to call me. But it's like, it's, it's much more difficult when you, you know, you're kind of interrupting people with estate planning, I think is. I, yeah. I really loved what you said. I don't want to miss this gem about getting your eye, eye out, your idea out there. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, cause so many people, you know, they wait and they, they let yeah. perfect get in the way of good and they never move. And, yeah. you know, we fail forward fast. We talk about that, you know, get out there, fail, figure out what's yeah. working, what's not going to work. Just, and then that failure turns into succeed or learn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's where I have to pitch 99 problems, but a pitch yeah. one Friday, 9 a.m. Come out <laughs> and pitch your idea. Yeah. Um, but I also have been putting your, uh, uh, yourestateplanninglawyer.com oh, cool. you. is your website and it, yep. this will be in the comments or the uh, description of the video and when we when we post it we'll put things like this as well yeah um i think there's it, we need to do a neighborhood workshop on this so yeah, i'll be contacting cool. and thinking about that with you um yeah. So yesterday, Chris Pruitt was on the happiest homeless person. Yeah. He had a he has a question for you. Cool. Um, and his question was, does being a lawyer give you an endless supply of material for being a comic? Comic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's. Uh, I've got eight years worth. Of, I mean, I'm fourteen years <laughs> worth of material. I mean, it's it's just every day, and it's it's not me trying to be. Um, I'm not, my point of view with, with, is just trying to point out kind of how absurd things are. I mean, like, it's like, I'm laughing because I want to keep from crying kind of thing. <laughs> it's so difficult. Um, so if anyone's ever seen me, like I, I don't, my goal is not to put anyone down. That's, I don't like to do that, but just trying to highlight how absurd certain things are. And that's, that happens like all the time. I mean, like there's, um, uh, you know, I had some one guy I was on probation and, you know, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, Nick, uh, man, I'm going to take a drug test, kind of get some of your piss. And I'm like, no, you're not going to get any <laughs> piss, man. Like, but I, it's, it's got weed in it probably. <laughs> so it's not going to help you. So like, you know, um, you know, so it's just the absurdity of things like that, which is just like kind of how do you, you know, just trying to point out how you know, we all have things that are, you know, weird in our jobs and like, how, how do you just kind of um, deal with it? And how do you kind of come to terms with, with some things that you can't really change? And, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, I, I, I miss comedy. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's just not the same, you know, yeah. uh, in, in person. Um, you guys did some great shows. I loved oh, cool, your shows thanks. here. Um, well, hopefully, well, Hopefully we'll be able what? to do it sometime again. Uh, turd something? What was that? Oh, oh yeah. So that that was like, um, that's my favorite piece of graffiti in Lansing. And uh, it's over by Blimpy. It's on the, um, they have that brick wall outside of Blimpy. And someone put turd clumps uh, there. <laughs> wrote turd clumps with a Z. And I, 
that that hit i saw that when i was like in a really difficult like part <laughs> of my day and i just i love it like i would go to blimpy like because of that like <laughs> like that's not their advertisement or marketing but i would go there because i wanted to see it and then someone was the most beautiful thing about that was is like blimpy is like oh no we have to paint over it and then like then they painted over it and then someone <laughs> wrote over it again and i want to know who wrote it because uh, i, I want to meet turd clumps i want to meet them all right if you're turd clumps and you're listening yeah. please reach out to us yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so tomorrow we've got uh, Miss Nikita has uh, undercover uh, beauty studio. Yeah. And uh, what question would you like to ask her through me? I I would like, to, especially with a, with a beauty studio, I would like to know like what challenges has she run into running a beauty studio during COVID. Um, I would like to know that. Yeah. A lot of executive orders that yeah. affected her and all that. Yeah. So I will definitely ask that question, and I bet you she has uh, a long list of things to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but I'll turn that on you. What's okay. COVID done to you, your business, your comedy, you know, yeah. anything? Um, so with estate planning, like, it has completely transformed everything. And, like, it was either, like, am I going to shut down and just not do this, or what do I have to do to adapt? And I'm just, like... I'm not the kind of person that's going to fail. Like, you know, I, I will do whatever it takes all the time to just try and succeed. And like, so like I transformed everything online. So like I had to adapt every, you know, how I did things. I was mailing out stuff to people and have a mailing bag. Like I can't, I don't think that's really responsible. So I did put everything online. Um, and to be honest, like, um, it's really just this idea, you know, the, what we go through and the shutdown and all this kind of stuff. Um, it made me way more successful because I was able to streamline everything and make it really easy for people. Um, mm. And that's something that, you know, you can either sit and cry about it, you know, and be like, Oh my God, this is terrible. What are we going to do? Or it's like, what do we do to succeed? I mean, like the, this is, you know, these are, we can't change it. And so either we just have to find a way to adapt. Um, and that's what's really been um, what I really tried to focus on doing. I mean, there's, I'm, there are times when I was just like so angry and like, um, you know, but you're not going to do it's get that out <laughs> and, and then get back to focusing on what, what it is that you do. And that's well, really helpful for me. Um, in, in March and April, we all thought we were going to die. I know. Right? I know. Um, did that help your business? I mean, I don't mean to be morbid, but no, no. I mean, it it did. I had I had more clients, you know, in that that month um, than I had ever being a lawyer, and I was at my house in my basement, and I didn't think that that was possible. And um, you know, it really proved to me that, like, wow, if I can do this in my basement, um, you know, how can I? You know, if I just keep working at this, this is going to be, I can help more people. And that's my goal. It's like, how can I automate things? How can I make things, you know, easy for everybody? How can I scale my business? Um, so those are the things that I'm working on now, like giving webinars and stuff. So it's funny you, you, you know, mentioned that. I'd be glad to do that. Um, and, and so, yeah, that's. All right. Um, that's well, um, you have certainly proved that 
uh, lawyers are entrepreneurs, if anybody ever doubted that. I mean, from the, the pivot that you've done to the innovation you've brought to your customers to being resilient through this time to recognize the problems that need to be solved. Um, I'm really proud to know you, Nick. Yeah, thanks. Um, same here, Jerry. I, same, I, I'm, I'm always blown away by like how much uh, great you can bring to the community. And like, yeah, I'm always um, supporting everything that you're doing. So, yeah. So we got some work we got to do together on yeah, this subject. For sure. So um, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I just want to remind, oh, I'll give you a second, uh, everybody that 99 Problems But a Pitch Ain't One is this Friday at 9 a.m. Every Damn Day airs every damn day at 2 p.m. Uh, and uh, Nick, you, I interrupted you there, but how would you like to take us out here? Um, yeah, you can check me, you can check out my comedy. Um, at, uh, at at comedian at law on Instagram, um, and then I've got a Facebook page. Um, there's some some videos and stuff there. Um, yeah, you can check out your estate planning lawyer uh, and my um, Facebook page on my website is you know Lightorf Law Firm. And um, yeah, uh, all right. So and much. I'll put I'll put all those links in the descriptions okay. and start reaching out to Nick, everyone. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks.